Uh, so yeah, that was our intro done by Jake Vicious, our good friend, who hooked us up with a pre fire beat. And- was I? Wow, that's crazy. Nah, I'm joking. It was fire. He really, <laughs> he really worked hard uh, for that. But um, yeah. Uh, and today here in the podcast, uh, Wine Millennials, that's the one, right? Yeah, that's the best message. That's what we're called. Uh, you have here Omar Zapata and uh, Joseph Stone. Yes. I'm pretty sure there's more. No, there's not. There's no one else like me. Okay? Okay. All right. I'm pretty sure that there's like. I'm pretty sure you like. I just said there's no one else like me. Just a solo. That's it. That's crazy. I'm just saying, you know, Eli Joseph seems like a pretty common name. That's 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 all I'm saying. Why, why you keep doing this? It's okay. Omar's just let me have it. Let me have it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you. Uh, so what? Uh, oh, it's funny. Jake just hit me up. Uh, uh, wow, it's so poetic. Um, but yeah. So today we're gonna talk about you know various different topics. Uh, this week we were really disorganized and really stupid with the way we did things, and we didn't really plan this one out. So we're why, just... why are you telling them? It's a joke. It's a joke. It's the truth, though. No, it's a joke. No, no, we're all no, it's no. A... bro. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we joke. <laughs> so funny. We're joking. Uh, no, but actually, I do have a couple things written down, uh, and uh, we're actually gonna start talking about this. Uh, a topic that we were literally arguing about right before starting this yeah, podcast, yeah. Um, and we want to know you guys, you guys is like opinion in it. Like, you guys, if you guys like, you know, want to hit us up on social media and stuff like that, uh, put your phone in plane, uh, uh, airplane mode. Or is it in silence? Yeah, silence. Okay. So anyway, uh, so we we're talking about chemistry. How important chemistry is in the workplace. So the the way this whole argument started, it was because of the Lakers. The Lakers is a team in the NBA, if you guys are not aware, where if you're not aware, I don't know what Probably to tell you. live under a rock. So yeah. They're, were, they're like one of the greatest teams in the NBA, arguably. And actually, no. They, they have history. I think the Lakers is the best team no, in the NBA. Bro, bro, okay, okay. This is going to be completely under, underrated and really dumb. But when I just said live under a rock, I just realized that Patrick Starr lives under a rock, and that's why his character is so stupid. I feel so dumb. But continue. You're to hear first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Eli Joseph has come out of the closet as well. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, the Lakers have the history of having the greatest players of all time. They had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They had Magic Johnson. Am I missing anybody? They had the Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant. Shaq. They had Shaquille O'Neal. At Shaq. Now they have LeBron James. Like they have a history of somehow and they, yeah, they yeah they always end up with the best players somehow. somehow. So, uh, the Lakers are right now in not a very good position. Like, they're probably, like, the worst position that I could, that I personally could think of anybody being in the NBA. I mean, they could be last in the West. Yeah, that's not happening, brother. You know that spot is saved. Nah, for who? I forgot what team is it. Bro, it's... Clippers? The Clippers? No, no, the Clippers are playing well <laughs> this year. The Clippers, I think the Clippers are fifth right now, actually. Oh, my fault. I mean, let me not disrespect Blake, Blake, um, Blake Griffin like that. Man. Blake Griffin is not in the Clippers. Oh, that's right. He's on the Pistons. That's why. <laughs> that's why they're trash. That's, that's crazy. The Clippers are not bad this year, actually. I mean, they're 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 okay. I, guess. I can't find the outstanding story. I'm sorry that this has turned out to be like a sports. Oh, Phoenix is in last. 
I mean, that doesn't make sense, but... That I, does, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me either, but you got, whatever. You got Dev Book on it. Whatever. <laughs> the point is, the Lakers right now are playing so bad because LeBron James, in my opinion, single-handedly ruined the team chemistry. And Eli's counter-argument... Oh, you can say it yourself. Uh, I just don't... Like, I think chemistry, though important, is not as important as all the other aspects that make, like, a team championship worthy. I think that that's something that can be overcome. And I don't think that that should debilitate the entire team's ability. Then please explain to me how they're going to overcome the fact that LeBron James, along with the Lakers administration, offers six, like six of their players, five, like five of their young stars and like a couple more and a couple lottery picks just to get Anthony Davis. How are they going to recover from that? When Is LeBron just going to go to each other's houses and apologize? See, you know that's not happening. He's not gonna pull up to somebody's zip codes anyway. So exactly. That's, that's but um that's that's besides the point. If they don't live over the hills, he's not going there. Look, we 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 have to understand something about the culture of basketball, especially the culture of NBA. Like, as a rookie, a rookie's base salary isn't a couple of hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, it's not. Yes. No, the the, the least paid person in the NBA right now, I think it's a, it's a, it's like one point five. Okay, point. That's even better. Point taken. Okay, so. By nature of it, the NBA is a business. So if you are fi- if you find out that you're in a place where you might get traded, and you choose to underperform because you might you find out that you might be traded, and I, that speaks to like team chemistry being worse. That speaks to your that speaks to one why you shouldn't be on said team, or two why your quality as a basketball player is in question. Like chemistry is important. Don't get me wrong. My relationship with my my fellow players. Dictates how well we rotate the ball. Dictates what decisions I'll make, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if I, what if what if what you're saying is that I can't overcome that because of the like the vastness of his decision, then I don't think that those players should continue to be in the NBA and serve the roles that they do. Okay, let me let me just like give you like this hypothetical scenario. Okay. You know Demar Derozan, right? Yes. He was told by the by the Raptors, "Hey, we're not going to trade you." And then they proceeded him and traded him the day, like the week after, the day after, something like that, right? Yes. What if, like, they were like they offered the trade, and whatever team, uh, and and what, and whatever team they traded him to, would have been like, you know what? Never mind. We don't want him. After you already made it public that you were gonna trade him, and then they, then then they were to turn to him like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you think he would he would have played with the same level of like, with the same level that he was playing with before? Is his contract still valid? I mean, I, I guess I will have to is, renew him on your concert. Losing any money? No, he's not. But okay, it, it, um, it's just it's the, it's the, did it's, anything happen to him? Yeah, but it's it's about it's about the like the principles. It's about the principle of it, bro. This is a that's like bro. That's like somebody cheating on you, saying that they're gonna leave you for somebody else, and then turning around and be like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, actually, I want to stay with you. Okay, so this is this is the issue I'm having. A business relationship is entirely different from a personal. Okay, relationship. I I get that. You can't you can't okay. ask. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. But listen, this is what I'm saying. Yes, I get it that they're businesses, but then at that point, they're not gonna come and have that like because you know, I, I chemistry makes a team. Mm-hmm. Chemistry is what takes a team from being average to being as like a super contender team. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for example, like if you're gonna like trade me and gonna make it public saying that you're gonna trade me for uh, another player dif- like trade five of us for one player i'm not gonna show up to work to do the best i can i'm gonna show up to work and just do my job and that's it so what did you because, sign the contract for? big my, my contract does not say that i have to give you a ring okay you guessing i never said that your contract says that you have to give a ring. no but like like my contract, my contract is for me just to play basketball 
and come come and show up and play basketball. So I'm gonna come and show up and play basketball, knowing the contract contract does say that I have to get along with the people that I'm doing anything with, or that my chemistry has to be a certain level or anything like that. If you mess me over, I'm not gonna do go above and beyond for you. And you can be replaced, just yeah, like that. That's the that's the issue, and like that, that that's the argument that I'm having. I think that the only way to fix the Lakers at this point is to actually go ahead and actually trade the six players that Look, don't feel comfortable in that organization. As messed up as this sounds, we have to understand that our core prior, like as a basketball player, not I'm not I'm not speaking from my perspective. I'm speaking from the perspective of the player. My responsibility is to go and produce good work, good good plays, good good ball handling, good shooting. That's not your responsibility. That's you're, my, you're my responsibility. responsibility. That is why that, I got drafted. No, that's was, exactly no, why I got. Your responsibility it. is to play ball. That's what, so. All the things I described aren't aspects of playing ball. No, you could, they, bro. There are players in the NBA that are horrible. Yeah, they're they're playing ball. They're and doing when we job. don't see them the next year, and when they're free agents, what does that mean? Yeah, but they that still, means that they yeah, but they, they, they're already drafted. drafted, so they're already drafted because they, first of all, you don't get you get drafted in the NBA because you play at a certain level, mm-hmm. right? As long as you play to that level and nothing above and beyond that, you're fine. That's bullshit. How's that bullshit, bro? Do you know what the turnover rate in the NBA is? The average basketball player, like average, I'm not talking about superstar level. The average basketball player has a lifespan of about three to four years. So if you're not producing decent ball playing in that three to four years span. Okay, but There's you can get talent. Bro, you can get, bro, this, you this, the thing, this is what I'm saying. You can get traded to another team. You're gonna still be making a couple mils a year, and so you're gonna be fine. Okay, the premise of so your why, argument why, 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 No, why would I care about your franchise if your franchise obviously doesn't care for me when I can get traded somewhere else where I'm gonna be appreciated? Because you can go at any point. No, no, no. no. Run into. If you show that you don't care about your franchise because they don't care about you, one, you think the attitude is going to be any different anywhere else if they're all like business minded? Number one, number no, two, that's if not true. other franchises that's not true. see you that's, not playing, literally not. That's literally not true. What should give other franchises? What should give other franchises? Well, no. What should? Well, why should? Well, why? Better, better question. Why should other franchises give you an opportunity to prove yourself? If when you found out what happened to you because of a trade rumor or one team happened, it wasn't a rumor. It was it was not a rumor. It was gonna happen, but yeah. the fact of the matter is that it didn't, right? The fact, yeah, it didn't because the other right? team said no. It's not a rumor. Mm-hmm. They put the trade forward there. They said yes, we're gonna give you this, and the other team was like, nah. So it didn't happen. Yeah, but that doesn't make it a rumor. That means it didn't happen. So like, what, what does that make it? That make that makes that makes it a failed trade. Okay, so it didn't happen. It. it happen or not? Yes, that that has everything to do with the. No, it doesn't. So I'm not saying that like you know you you as a business person that you are as a player should like you know be you know you should determine your actions and everything depending on you know on how you feel emotionally. However, if you don't get along with your employer, in in this case the Lakers as a young star in that team, um, you can choose not to go above and beyond for them. And when another team decides to pick you up, if they do go forth with trading you eventually. They're not gonna judge you based on your decision when they, you know, they were about to trade you. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna judge you based on, they're gonna judge you based on um your, the skill that you provided before that happened, because that's really what they have to show. Okay, but I'm speaking as as someone who is well versed with risk management. 
and understanding that. How, how are your will versus risk management? Oh, I'm speaking from their perspective, not mine. Oh, okay, cool. Right. As someone, let's say I am the owner of an NBA team, right? Mm-hmm. As someone who is understanding of the risk that might might come with drafting a player who is seemingly uninterested in what you call it, seemingly uninterested in playing for another team because of what happened. Let's say I put them in that same position, right? Because it's business, right? What's to stop them from doing the same thing? What's to stop, what, what's to stop the wasting of my investment in them? Because they potentially might do the same thing because I have to make a business move that's best for my franchise. Because if, if, if another team wants to build a franchise, like, the things that, we're not talking about just any players, bro. This is the, the young core that was in that team. This is what made that team that team last year before LeBron came to that team. That's what it is. If you're, if you're supposed to be a franchise, like, if you're supposed to be a franchise player, and the franchise that you're supposed to be, that's what's supposed to be built around you, betrays you, then why would you want to be part of that franchise? Why don't you, like, you know, you'd be better off going off somewhere else that is actually going to promise you to actually build a franchise around you and stick to that promise. Okay, so Anthony Davis was also offered to the Celtics for a lot of their crucial players. Why that's not that's not true. They were. They were. No, they're not. No, that's not true because the Celtics can't even trade for Anthony Davis until July first. In that note, we're gonna we're gonna leave this here because we've gone over ten minutes uh, arguing about this. I apologize. Uh, the next. I'm not sorry though. I'm not sorry. I am sorry. I, I'm not sorry though. Uh, it's just a hitting a hit, uh, argument that I don't know why Eli's having such a hard time understanding that he's wrong. I mean, perhaps I'm not wrong. Perhaps you just don't want to hear the truth. It's not about the truth. Business, bro. business, and personal are two different things. Yeah, I'm not supposed in business. I'm not supposed to get yeah, anything crap about for, your feelings. Yeah, but don't forget this that. This is about the money. Yeah, but don't forget that the personal affects the person doing the job a lot. And once again, people are in, in such things. People are replaceable. If you will not perform, such okay, functions, then if you there are if, thousands of people, okay, but you know, but if you if you replace, let's say, Kyle Kuzma, Kuzma then then there's no issue in the first place. Then, like you know, there's no issue at all. And the point is that they're not being replaced right now. They're in that team. Of course, they can be replaced, and hopefully, got to God, they replace him so they don't have to deal with that, and he can actually grow up in a better team. But as of right now, he's stuck. You know, so he should go to the Warriors. Cool. Kyle Kuzma. All right. Okay. On to the next topic, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, that's okay. so the next topic we're going to talk about is morality. Yes. Um. So, what does it mean to the moral? You want to. That's a good question. Um, what, what, what is being moral? What, what is morality? I mean, morality is subjective per person. It's um, it's essentially, it's you upholding slash living by a uh, series of... Uh, what, what's up? You said get closer. Right? It's you abiding by a set code of rights and wrongs that changes per person. Um, I don't think that morality is constant. I don't think that there's one set standard for morale. And, um, Let's take louder. Okay. Good. Okay. So, like, all right. Uh, but if you were to describe morality, how would you go? How would you do so? I would, say, if I would describe it from my perspective, I would describe it as my ability to discern right from wrong. Okay. Depending on the context of said situation. All right. So the reason why I want to talk about morality is I'm gonna throw questions at you that I had to not no well, yeah that I had to answer in class uh, for a photojournalism class and photojournalists uh, have a what time okay photojournalists live by this set of rules uh, this is like ethics book 
uh, that we all have to buy by. Uh, but anyway, uh, the main question that I'm just that I'm uh, that I'm gonna ask you is like, for example, that, that my professor asked me is that, for example, if somebody is about to commit suicide uh, by lighting themselves on fire, and you're a photojournalist, what would you do? Would you intervene and prevent them from committing suicide, or would you take the picture because that's your job? I'd probably take the picture. Why? Um. Not to sound messed up or anything. This, bro, you're about you were about to close the program. Sorry. Not to sound messed up or anything, but uh, in such situation, uh, I don't know how it would turn out if I were to stop said person who was intent on doing said thing. And like in most cases, I, I, I how, how do I phrase this without sounding like a monster? Bro, the moment you said that you're gonna take the picture, you sound like a monster already. So, just roll with it, bro. <laughs> I mean, I want content, and I will not stop until I get content. That's crazy. That's crazy. So you're gonna sacrifice somebody's life just for the sake of content. they sacrificed their life because yeah. I didn't light them on fire. They lit themselves on fire. Just you know, just a FYI to you guys, to the listeners. I would also take the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I don't care about human life, but it's just like, you know. No uh, one told you to get the gasoline and the petrol. Well, you know, like, you, don't know the the, you don't know the situation, like, you know, their mental, their mental, their mental state. This is very crude. This is very true. But there's a million and one ways you could have killed yourself. You chose that way. Well, they're probably trying to send a message or something. Why? 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 People do Why? the craziest things to send a message. Okay. There's no need for that. Bro, there's no need to... Well, it's there's, gonna there's, sound there's, there's no need to kill yourself. It's going to sound hella ignorant, but what's no call it? Okay, speaking from... I'm speaking from the perspective of an angry New Yorker. Suicide... Suicide is a very touchy subject. It touchy, oh my God, I know where this is going. Suicide is a super touchy subject, and I, <laughs> I honestly, like, I, I hate discussing it for this reason because it, it always goes left when you talk about it. But number one... uh. There's been many a time when I would take the train and I would find out that someone jumped in front of the train. So now you're late to work. So and now I'm late to work. And your whole day is ruined. So now I'm tight that I'm late to work. I'm not even thinking about why that person did what, did what they did. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, why is extremity necessary? Well, bro, sometimes for people, sometimes circumstances. Sometimes people feel like that's the only way out. Like the only way to like you know the solve only, the problem. The only way. Out was to turn yourself into a human bonfire, would you say? Unfortunately, yeah. So a knife couldn't do it. A gun couldn't do it. Yeah, but bro, a like, five story first of all, you know, wow, that's crazy. I don't think you would die from five stories. I think it's no, not you first you would. Yeah, but I'm saying I think it's nine and above. Like if you jump in anyway, and also you, I don't think can you even aim? anyway. I'm not. <laughs> Like, no. okay, let me, let, this is a disclaimer. Killing yourself is a bad thing. That's so, not cool, guys. We don't condone. Yeah, we disagree. If, if you are having mental health issues, please please get help. Yeah, I'm going to list a uh, suicide hotline at the bottom because this is a very touchy subject. But, um, yeah, so the reason why um, I will personally take the photo is because to raise awareness that this is happening. So, to bring it, why would you take the photo then? Because uh, that would be something that most people haven't seen. Yeah. To see something like that, a picture of that would be. Yeah, but like, what, 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 why would you want to show that to people? Why show it to people who haven't seen that? Uh, I guess no, I'm not gonna lie. I think what you're saying is true. Awareness, awareness. Yeah, it's for awareness. You know, to show that if you find yourself in that position where lighting yourself on fire is the only solution, 
like if you can see that that's a thing like that will probably help you think about it twice before going oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I definitely I definitely wouldn't do it if I see someone not do it in my textbook there was a picture of it oh my god the actual picture that the photographer took yo the reason why we're talking and it was really disturbing it was what like, you it was like yeah now I, like after I saw that picture I knew for sure I didn't want to light myself on fire for wanting to kill myself mm-hmm. I'll probably do the five story building uh, yeah, anyway, we're gonna move on to a different topic. And actually, I want to talk about uh, then. I want to talk, should we talk about rape? No, no, we'll save that for another podcast. We already touched on suicide. This is this is ethical. Overload. Yeah, I don't want to go, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah maybe, maybe maybe the next podcast. No, it's not always like something funny. No, 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 I understand it's not funny. No, I want to sound it hella insensitive about yeah. suicide. So if you talk about rape now, we're just gonna cross the assholes. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about rape because of like the whole thing with Liam Neeson right now. Mm. So I think that's it. We can we can talk about that differently. Um, that could be our last topic. Um, we can talk about it in the context of how racial racial hatred and how do we how do we how do we become comfortable talking about that? Please elaborate. So, if you, if you guys aren't familiar with the Liam Neeson situation, long story short, a very close friend of his was sexually assaulted. Um, he questioned. You can say it, bro. Like uh, one of his friends was raped by a like black like person, allegedly. Uh, and he asked her, "Who was it?" She said she did not know, but she knew it was a black man. So, in his angered state, Liam Neeson, I think it was a gun or a knife. He had a gun. Oh, or no, a he had. A, I think it was a. Akash? Akash, that's what he called it. I think that's what it was because people call it. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay. But we're going to assume there was some sort of lethal weapon, which he could have used, and um, whatchamacallit, to take someone's life. A non-lethal weapon to take someone's life? I think, <laughs> not, I think non-lethal would hurt more. Yeah, because it's a, it, would be, it would be a bludgeon. Well, yeah. Well, basically, Liam Neeson said that he wanted to, and I quote, uh, kill them. Black bastard. bastard. The first person. So he basically was looking. Yeah, he was prowling dangerous streets in London. I think was it London? I don't know where it was. Okay, not London. But he was prowling the streets looking for someone to go and kill as long as their skin color was black. Yeah. So we all love Liam. Ne- what we loved. <laughs> we all loved. Liam well, first of all, how do you feel about that? I mean, because <laughs> I, I disagree with it. I I was I was on the fence about this because I was reading. Really. I was reading this from both sides. And the reason why I was on the fence, one, if I found out that, uh, this is me putting myself in his shoes, right? If I found out that don't some, what? Don't do it. What? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't ruin the podcast, bro. I'm not going to ruin it. Okay. I'm saying, I, I'm, I was unsure how to feel like, like, if, if I found out that someone, if I was in his position and the roles were reversed, like, and it was, it was for me going. I don't, I don't think there's a way that you could be in his position at all. Because if you if you were to go if you if you were to go outside in the streets trying to find a white man to kill, oh yeah, I, oh, you no. just get shot and die. Good point. Good point. Like I want to say that I am understanding of his indignation. I'm just not understanding of how he chose to go and try to like satisfy that yeah. anger. Yeah. That and the fact that you were looking for any rent. Basically, what he what, what what he was saying was that he took his anger against said individual and put it against an entire race and that is what I that is why I'm on the fence I can't accept someone or accept something that does that yeah uh, that's not exactly how I feel about it like mm-hmm. like I, I used to be a huge well okay I used to be a huge fan of Liam Neeson that kind of like you rubbed me the, rubbed me the wrong way because like okay cool you know I understand your anger for mm-hmm. what happened to your friend and everything and that's great and all that you feel so passionately about your friend and all that stuff but like 
what one bad person may have done, it's not fair to blame it on a whole race. Because there's a bunch of great people of great people in that race who do great every day. Yeah. Uh, most of including me. I wouldn't say all that. But uh that's crazy. Um yeah, I think it's like very unfair that like he literally was putting himself in purposely putting himself in danger to just avenge something. Like that's that's crazy. That sound that seems really crazy to me. Once again, like I, I I'm really trying to be empathetic. And, like, I'm trying to put my sense of empathy. Bro, I try to. Before, I, bro, I used to admire Liam Neeson, bro. Like, I used to have this crazy idea that if anything ever happened to either my sister or my mom or my grandma, like, I'll go on this crazy, taken style, like, pursue channel. I will find you and <laughs> kill you, you black bastard. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't see him get mad at everybody in Eastern Europe when they kidnapped her daughter, his daughter. This is true. This is true. Like, or anybody in Brazil when they kidnapped his wife. Oh, this is also true. This is true. He could have went and killed a whole bunch of people. Yeah, Middle Eastern. Yeah, but he didn't do either, either of those. This, this is where I find it problematic. No, uh, I'm joking. In all seriousness. In all seriousness. In all seriousness, like, don't. <laughs> no, don't. This is, this is like, you know... I, and I, I, I appreciate the fact that he actually apologized on TV and everything, and uh, I think he did apologize. And, he apologized, like, and it was a different era also, that still does not make it right, because it may have been the 50s or the 60s or whatever. It doesn't make it right, but at least he did, like, uh, like understand that what he did was wrong and all that stuff, so. Um, I'm not saying that I'm okay with Liam Neeson, but I'm less angry. Uh, I'm also not okay with the situation. Like, given what happened... I'm just not okay with his handling of said situation. Uh, but yeah, anyway, let's move on to our last topic of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, uh, my friend Shavante from work, she... Uh, Shavante. Yeah, she listened to our podcast. Yeah, she listened to our podcast and she really, really liked it. She only said, the only comment that she said is that our audio is trash. Her audio is trash. Our audio is trash. Tell her to buy us a microphone if she thinks that's the case. Yeah, she should definitely support our... Our uh, podcast, and bro, you know, so we can start making some money off of this, and you know, big facts, might make a <laughs> make a uh, little investment into like better audio recording. But um, yeah, she asked me, what do we do in the area that I live in? I'm not gonna name the area particularly because I'm scared of people in the yeah. internet. But um, what do we do around here? Like you know, um, yeah, most of track. Yeah, I live in front of a track. You just said you weren't trying to tell the area. There's various tracks in the Bronx, so... I mean, I narrowed it down. It narrows it down, but yeah, but they still don't know where I live. Uh, please don't bomb any of the tracks in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Or shoot them up. Please don't. Uh, yeah, I uh, live in front of a park, and uh, usually with my friends whenever they come over... Okay, so... do is like play ball uh we run on the track um sometimes go on runs we there's like a local mall in the Bronx. we also hang out there sometimes from time to time it's so, trash now no the mall's still pretty nice i like it it's nice but ain't nobody in there it's not active anymore uh i mean compared to when it first you know was 
you know, you can close to the mic also. Yes. Uh, and yeah, but that's usually what we do, you know. She she swears to God that all we do here in the Bronx is thugging and like, you know. Thugging? Yeah, gun whipping people and all that, that stuff. Was, was, were those her exact words? No. Oh, because she said it in a different way, but I, I don't I don't want to say it like that. Anybody say that no more. Yeah, I, she's that old head though. She likes really old school R&B music. I think you and her will like get along really well musically wise. Perhaps. Um, yeah. But there you go, Shivante. We're like, uh, uh, this is like actually our first mention of uh, outside people, so we're real people. Um, <laughs> we're, like, we're, they, somebody actually asked me a question about uh, what we do in my neighborhood, uh, around my neighborhood. There's a running joke in my in my at my at my job where apparently everybody in the Bronx are thugs. No, they're all color people. Where, where are they from? The people in Brooklyn and Manhattan. Of course, they're from pieces of crap. Don't say that, bro. He's joking. He loves Brooklyn. No, I don't. Bro, you one time fell in love with a, a girl in Brooklyn. Well, okay, uh, she 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 commuted to Manhattan. That's why. Like, yeah, but she was still from Brooklyn. I don't. Um, I don't care for anyway. Anyway, uh, there you go, Sharante. I hope that answers your question. Uh, yeah, we're not thugs. We like to exercise and have fun among yeah. friends. Sometimes that fun involves shooting guns at you know people from the uh, different squads. But you know whatever. I mean, just just because we color bang, don't mean we're bad people, you know. We do not color bang. We do not. We do not. I just have to feel that this. Why? Why? Why would you say that? Well, because you made the joke about the guns. So I just I thought we were going. Guns. Because oh my god. All right. <laughs> First of all, neither Eli and I have ever touched a gun in American territory. You have. Can you stop? What? I don't want to go to my house. I have to put my information on the app. None of us touch it. We don't find guns funny or anything. We're just two guys, okay? And we, 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 we're, we're just funny guys. We hate the NRA. We do hate the NRA. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, this is all the time we have today because Eli is going on a date. Why you had to put my business out there, man? Why are you telling these people what I'm about to go do? Because you're going to post about it a week from now on Twitter. Complaining about how she broke your heart. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Y'all can't see my face. <laughs> what do you want to say? Closing statements about the the Lakers. Um, just to sum everything up real quick. One, uh, the Lakers. I don't know how they're gonna survive past. Uh, not survive, but let's just say the summer is gonna be a very important year for all of these teams. We're gonna we're gonna witness a lot of rebuilding, a lot of um, a lot of adjustment of the framework. Um, in addition, I just want to say that sexual assault isn't cool. It never has been. Never will be. And neither is racism. Or suicide. And or suicide. Especially not suicide. Especially not or suicide. Sexual. All of these things are important. Okay. We attach humor to these things so that you can become a little more comfortable with them. Yeah, because so, I feel like I feel like uh, we've gotten into an era where like it's almost not okay to talk about it. Where talking about it's sensitive. Yeah. Talking about it is actually pretty important in my opinion. And I think that um our personalities are are you know, arranged in such a way where we can, you know, address such things because we relate to them a lot, and um, you know we can talk about them in this lighthearted manner so that people don't feel so, um, not indifferent, but feel so kind of like uh, like uh, oh why would you talk about it? Type so of displaced around yeah. That. 
Uh, but anyway, enjoy this little bit of uh, Jake's uh, little out- intro and outro that he produced for us. And we'll see you guys next week with a better structured podcast. Uh, hopefully a better mic if Eli uh, allows me to go into his wallet and order it. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, bro, put on your pants and you could go. All right. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.